what's up you guys welcome back to the group home podcast all right what's up you guys um i'm jordan i'm 19 i'm julian and i'm also 19 did i say 19 i'm 20 oh (laughs) (laughs) i'm 20 um this is technically our first podcast uh because the first one uh somehow got deleted and then i figured out where it was and uh anchor's just not allowing me to uh upload it because it's a video and not a uh audio but um so yeah this is technically our first podcast yeah uh the first podcast was very interesting we talked about it about different subjects um we had subjects like about our favorite fights in school uh different classmates that were out of the ordinary uh we just we had very interesting topics and hopefully we can not necessarily redo the first but give you a little bit of a perspective of what we're gonna keep doing with these podcasts okay so i wanted to bring up something (laughs) that you said in the last podcast um you said why did they make spongebob gay that's so dumb right that's word for word okay yeah um wait all right i want to say a, a few months ago the day that we went to goatman's bridge you were telling us i think i might be gay like i think i am not at all what i said that is that is no no. i will go get your sister to i always believed that uh you're born gay or you're born not gay so i can always play around and say i think i'm gay or whatever but it's not you know it's it's just it's just you're not born gay or whatever back to the spongebob topic um, I don't believe that either you're born gay or you're not born gay when it comes to Spongebob because he's a cartoon character. You know, most of his fan base is between, you know, I don't know, four to freaking ten years old. So they don't need to be worrying about whether they're gay or not. It's a cartoon. But there's tons of cartoons. Name five. Oh, um, well, I can't say anime because they don't do gay characters they're like against it and if they do do a gay character at the end of the show they'll rev- they'll, they will reveal that it's actually a female um, i don't know i don't watch anime so but, i can't uh, <laughs> i can't disprove you or anything like that um what's that one show with that chubby kid the red shirt and the star steven universe he's not even chubby all right whatever what do you mean <laughs> he's not chubby he's like he normal has, like, size a gut. he's wearing a hoodie what? He's wearing a hoodie. a t-shirt. Oh, wait, never mind. I know what you're talking about. I was thinking about uh, the one, it was that one cartoon where it's a guy named Julian and the blonde girl, and her name is like Star. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. What's that? Star. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I don't have All right, yeah, I know now. what you're talking about. It's the chubby kid with curly black hair. Brown. But. Um, okay, then now we're not on the same page here. Look up Steven Universe. <sighs> Anyways, I'm pretty sure there's a gay character in that TV show, which, noted, it's not Nickelodeon, it's Cartoon Network. See, but Cartoon Network is a lot more different than speaking Nickelodeon. They're way more adult. 
Yeah. I remember a regular show. Oh, they were, yeah. <laughs> they were locked in the freezer, and Mordecai uh, crossed his arms. He was like, you pissed me off. Yeah. I was like, did they just say piss? Were... But I was also like 11 or something. Cartoon Network had very, and like um, like the power, the, what's it called? The Powderpuff Girls? That used to be on Nickelodeon. <laughs> and they used to, what? all the, yeah. It was on Cartoon Our, Network. Cartoon Network, my bad. It used to be on Cartoon Network, and all of, like, the female, like, you could see, like, like their legs were, like, out of proportion and, like, itty-bitty waist. Like, they would very, very, um, they would sexualize women to a point like, where it was, like, damn. Like, I feel like that was just the art style. Because, like, in the Proud Family on Disney Channel, right? they were proportioned. Yeah, but think about it. The Powderpuff Girls were not built like that, but the mayor's wife was built, like, you know... But you gotta think the Powerpuff Girls are were made in a tube. They weren't born. But not all the females in that in that Cartoon Network or Cartoon Network cartoon were built like that. Like there's just certain characters that was you know they would sexualize. I it mean, Lizzo's not shaped like Megan Fox. Right. I feel like it's just different characters have a different shape. <laughs> Not everyone's going to be shaped the same. Right, but we're talking about kids' cartoons. Okay. We're not talking about Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) Did you look up Steven Universe? I did. He does look... He has brown hair and a red shirt, and he's chubby. Uh, Yeah. Well, and some he has brown hair, and others he's like, look in this one. And this one he's got, like, black hair. Uh, Yeah. So is he the gay one? No, I'm pretty sure there's someone in there. Is it this one right here? The heart girl? I don't know. Did you ever watch it? No. Me neither. I just saw a post on Instagram. That said that it was gay? Yeah, there was someone on the show that was gay. But I feel like it's not a bad thing to have gay characters on a TV show. I just don't see a place for it in 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 a child's cartoon. Okay, but like you said... Like two minutes ago. Right. You're either born gay or born not. Right. So a kid is either born gay or born not. That's that's correct, yeah. And but if a TV show that is But that's that's kids, exactly how like whenever a, a a gay person is growing up, they're already confused about how they're feeling and if they're what they're feeling is right, which I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but they're already growing up with this mentality that they're different. By putting in a gay character and, you know, showing them that, oh, he's being treated in a different way, they're not going to want to come out as instead of just being treated like a regular person. Yeah. Right. You shouldn't have to come out. Exactly. It shouldn't be like a thing. Like, it should just be a regular thing that, oh, well, all of a sudden, not to, so everybody feels equal, Spongebob is gay. Why can't it just be like, he's just a... He's just a cartoon character. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he's just there. Let it happen. Let it be. How old is Spongebob? I don't know. Spongebob's... If he's... If he has a license, he has his own house, he has a pet snail, so... And I'm guessing the pet snail's... A job. Yeah, he has a job. Huh. He's probably, like, 21 or something. Because remember he was watching porn? I... And Gary caught him? Do you remember that flower was moving like this and Gary walked in and was like, meow. He was like, Gary! And changed the channel <laughs> oh, real quick. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh God! SpongeBob character is thirty-three years old. Oh jeez. How old is Patrick? <laughs> Patrick the star. I mean, Mr. Krabs is like seventy or something. How old is he? Oh God! What the heck? How old, uh, how old is Patrick? It says, "Well, this is off of fandom." Wiki, right? It says Patrick died at the age of twenty three on May thirteenth, twenty twenty four. I know what they're talking about due to COVID nineteen. Oh, plus a cocaine overdose. I thought they were talking about the episode whenever he fell off the cliff and part of his head got cut off, and they found another one and put it on top, and he was smarter. Because you know how starfish they can regrow limbs. I feel like that's not the real Patrick. the The head that fell off that was. The Patrick that we know. Oh my goodness. And then there's a Patrick... Okay, so there's Patrick the Star. And you know, like, Jeffree Star? There's, like, a... There's another YouTuber by the name of Patrick Star. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Why would you just... Why would you take up after a... I don't know. A fictitious character. It's like me starting a YouTube channel and making me myself... Mickey Mouse or something and just spelled it differently. <laughs> okay, so I was just at Mariah's mom's and I got off work early today and um, my neck was killing me. Like, it hurts right now as we're speaking. And it was to the point where, like, it it's, like, hard to hold up on my own. I feel like a baby. And uh, she went... Like, behind, like, where the skull and the neck meet. And she was pushing in on those muscles. Right. And, oh, my God, dude. It hurt so bad. Yeah. And then she started going around and doing it to everybody. And she was saying that she went harder on Mariah than she did me. And Mariah didn't even flinch. And Mariah's calling me a pussy. Okay. But I'm just sitting here like, you're obviously not going through the same pain as me. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, this was literally, like, probably 20 minutes ago. It hurts so bad. Your neck did? Could it be as... Wait, so you said, when did it start hurting? Yesterday. At work. At work? Well, it's just different types of work. Like, whatever. Like, I mean, I'm constantly looking Like, up do your shoulders hurt? Uh, they do now because I went to the gym today. Okay. Well, my shoulders hurt every day at work because that's all I do is use my arms. But like you, you have to like, it's like, I guess it's just different movements. I don't know why we, why we have different pains. It's like Mariah, she's like a housekeeper. So she must like, I don't know. I'm trying not to be loud, dude. But <laughs> I, I feel like I can't pick up my voice from all the way over there. Hmm. I had some other topics that I had written down in my mind. <laughs> I, I forgot them. Me too. But, yeah, on the spot, I can't think of them. It's all right, though. We, we're kind of doing okay, I guess, for our first time. We're um, virgins to this, so. We were going to sponsor this podcast. Um, Anchor was going to sponsor us on this one. But we're going to do it on the next one. Because I don't know my uh, bank number. 
Your routing? Your yeah, routing my routing number. number. I don't know it by heart. I don't know anyone that does. Um, so we can't get paid for it until I put my routing number in. Um, so did you hear about that, uh, uh, the NASCAR driver, Bubba Wallace? Uh-uh. So Bubba Wallace is the only African-American driver in all of NASCAR, right? He drives number 44. Hard to believe, but yeah. So he was, he was very, um, he was very, how, what's the word? Were you like open about it? Like with, with your words? <laughs> he was very, oh, <laughs> with his words, he was very open about uh, <laughs> his support towards Black Lives Matter and how he supports the idea that Confederate He's flags. Speaking his mind. Yeah, should be, you know, not, should just not have a place in NASCAR. Well, NASCAR heard him, and they banned all Confederate flags, and a lot of people got pissed about it, right? Like, really pissed. Yeah, because those are the kind of people that watch NASCAR. Well, um, they somebody put a noose in his locker today. Damn. And they can't find out who it is. Like, they, like how does all of NASCAR just not know who it is? Check for DNA. And then also somebody flew, I don't know if it was a drone or whatever, but they flew a Confederate flag on top of it and it said, defund NASCAR. Like, people are really just that pissed because they can't wave a piece of clothing. I, s- I was looking at this cosplayer's page on Instagram, and he's uh, he's from Hong Kong. And so mm-hmm. he's, like, Japanese. Um, and... He did a Miles Morales costume. And people in the comments are just dogging him, dogging him. And a bunch of the comments were saying, like, too bad you're white. Oh, shit. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's not white. And either way, it doesn't matter. You're not going to see his skin. He's fully... Right. He's fully under cloth. I don't know. I feel like a lot of this is just, like, they're involving skin way too much instead of how it should have been. Instead of just thinking about a person's character. Like, everybody has an opinion. And it's okay to have a different opinion than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of... I think it's kind of obnoxious that as soon as someone disagrees with you, you pull the race card. Whether it's, oh, it's because you're black. Or, oh, it's because you're white. Like, no. Can we just not have different opinions? Like, I have have a lot of friends who... uh, I went to school with, you know, you. And Calisburgers are primarily, like... White school, so white and Mexican. No, I in our grade there was like, what? I'm talking about in the entire school. I'm not talking about our grade. Okay, our uh, that's still that's not primarily Mexican. It there's like five Mexicans per each grade, tops. There, it's not like Gainesville where it's, you know, there's mixed races. It's half Latino, half African American. Then there's, uh, Asians. Then there's white people. It's not. It's not diverse. It's primarily white. That's what, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's also not the school's fault. I'm not saying it's the school's fault, but I'm just saying that's where I went. Yeah. Okay, I went to a primarily white school, so I got to experience a whole different type of life than the person that what Gainesville did. Also, by the way, we had seven Hispanics in our grade. Well, my respect to those or guys. six and a half. Six and a half Hispanics. If you're counting me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, and that's the thing. It's not... Right because now you're being racist. That's not you're not racist. counting me as my blood. 
Okay, tell me how where cilantro comes from. I don't fucking know. My All dad right. didn't teach me that stuff. That's okay. not my fault. See, so it's a different type of lifestyle. You can say you have heritage or whatever, but I'm not saying you don't know what it's like to live Latino. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. See, you're taking stuff to offense and I'm not trying to. Back to what I was trying to say is that I primarily went to a white school and so they were raised with parents that you know were taught certain beliefs or whatever people would say the n-word with the hard r people would uh, you know be very open about their like political beliefs of how they wanted to cure borders they wanted people to get off welfare blah 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 they just had different opinions because they thought that's how they were raised if you go ask somebody in an inner city you're going to understand that people need this these these social welfare programs and that they need more help so it's just it's not necessarily a color thing it's just a way that you're being taught is not necessarily correct your beliefs could be wrong but when you tell somebody that it's just complete disrespect you're like oh my what did you just say to me you punk you whatever so me being a latina going to this primarily white school whenever the 2016 election came around everybody was like vote trump you know, yeah. make America great again. People would come up to me and you're going back to your country. Bitch, what? I was born here. Yeah. Like what? So that's where I would be like, like, how is it okay to, you know, I felt that was disrespect because you were just assuming by my color. Yeah. So that's like me saying because someone's white, they're fucking their cousin or some crap like that. It's not a race thing. It's just a belief thing. And people are blowing this race thing, I believe, way out of proportion. But when it comes to Black Lives Matter and all that stuff, you can see that there's cops that do do these actions and they very, you know, there's a lot of bad cops, you know. Yeah. You're, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and saying, no, oh, there's a few bad cops and look at these cops. No, there's just, as Chris Rock said, you know. There's some jobs that can't have bad apples. You know, you can't say, you know, because this pilot crashed. Oh, you know, there's a few bad apples. There's just some jobs that you can't. And I I find it sickening that we're justifying the actions of these officers that commit these crimes. And, you know, just because I understand police officers have a tough job, but that that's no justification for going out and being trigger happy. Yeah. You know, I had a um, a conversation with one of my friends, and there was this video of this guy. You might have retweeted it, and that's how I saw it. I'm not sure, but there was this uh, black man who was being held on the ground by a cop, and he was pushing his shoulder in a weird way, like to the point where it looked like it was going to dislocate. Right. Did I say that word? Dislocate. No, that sounds right. Dislocate. Yeah, like you're just about to dislocate somebody's arm. It sounds right. (laughs) Okay, it just sounds weird. Um, But he was like, ah, my arm, my arm. And he tried to position it in a way to where Mm -hmm. he was like at least comfortable while being shoved on the ground. And the cop freaked out and shot him like six or seven times in the chest. Damn. See? And... Yeah, that's excessive. (laughs) And um, I was just... And I watched it, and I got, like, a chill over my body. And my friend was like, Twitter shouldn't have that kind of stuff on 
uh, on Twitter. Like, no one needs to see that. No one wants to see that. Right. I was like, that's... Uh, of course, not. no one wants to see that. But, like, people need to see that. Right. Like, especially, like, because there's thir- 12, 13-year-olds and up that have Twitter. They need to see that. Like, just because they don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Like, they need to know what's going on. Right. Even if it does scar them or whatever, they need to know what's going on. Right. And then she kind of agreed with me because, like, because, uh, like, that's, like, schools. They don't show us everything. Yeah. Um. And, uh, oh, man, I just lost it. I lost where I was going. Well, just to, like, go off of that, like, when I was a senior in high school, they did, they tried doing this thing where a cop went in, and this was after, like, some shooting had happened, like, some cop killed an innocent person, unarmed or whatever, and so a cop came into the school, and he was talking to us, and he was like, if a cop pulls you over, keep your hands in sight, do this, do that, and everything will be fine, and there's this girl, you know, I don't want to say her name, because, you know, She's it's whatever now. Yeah. But she would she was arguing with this police officer and she was saying, Well, what about and she would name a guy that got shot an innocent, like innocent, unarmed. He was doing this and he got shot. He was running and he got shot. What about them? And the cop would get mad and she was like, Well, I'm just stating facts here. Like, you don't have an answer for that? And the cop, you know, not knowing these cops at all, he felt disrespected. And you could tell that this cop was getting pissed off because, you know, just like any cop now. It's kind of like race. Yeah. Like, it's nothing like no, race, hold on, though. Because... Hold on, no, hold on, no, 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 no. Because, <laughs> like, that cop felt disrespected because she was talking bad about other cops. Not him. But, like, you. The, a kid came up to you, like, you're going back to your home country. Like, they weren't... No, no, like, no, yeah, that... they weren't talking about you. No, like, that kid... Technically... That, those people were saying yeah, that directly to me. But, like, there's some... She was just... Stating facts that happened and asking him questions about it. He was, she wasn't saying you're a bad cop. You probably get somebody. You piece of crap. Yeah, man. she was talking about other other cops. But like, there's people that talk shit about like a certain race, but not talking about you. And then you'll try and defend. That's kind of it's well, not exactly the same thing, but it's the same premise. Okay. Yeah, I guess. It's like if I was like. Uh, Fuck Obama, fuck uh, Bush, fuck Washington, all of them. And then Trump's like, <laughs> fucking dare you. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, dare oh. you disrespect my other presidents. I'm surprised. <laughs> he probably wasn't the one that said it, bro. That was yeah. a really bad example. It's a really bad example. That's I can't think of any. I get it. So you're just basically stating like if you disrespect somebody's group. That they belong to, they're gonna get pissed off. Yeah, all right, I agree to that. It was, it was like me the other night. Right, I'll agree to that. Yeah, you know, people can get pretty defensive. Like, uh, <laughs> my sister was telling me about uh, this girl that she works. She you know she went into high school. She works at Hooters, right? And she got pregnant, mm-hmm. right? and that's fine, whatever. But while she was pregnant, she was still working at Hooters, and that she was telling me that. Uh, her sister sat at the same lunch table, and they would, like, talk about it, and, you know, they would be like, well, why didn't she just get another job? And, like, the girl took defense to it, you know? She was, like, offense to it. She was like, well, why does she need to get another job? Blah, 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 blah. And I was thinking to myself, well, men go to, you know, men are pigs. 
Men go to Hooters to go look at chicks. Mm-hmm. If a guy wants to look at a pregnant chick, something wrong with the guy. Because, you know, it's about like, that's like a weird fetish. Like, that's just not something normal. There's tons of guys that date pregnant women. Just because they're pregnant? Not just because they're pregnant. All right. See, but I'm talking about guys. Okay. Like, yeah. That's like feet. Right. Or. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Something. Or like Shane Dawson. Did you hear that? Did you see that thing where Shane Dawson was like justifying pedophilia? Oh, yeah. That was, oh, my there was God. This, there was this other guy, and he was like, pedophiles should be counted as their own gender. Yeah. They wanted to I be part like, of, like, the LGBTQ+. Plus. Yeah. Like, he wanted pedophiles to be, a, like, considered normal. I'm like, what the fuck? No. If you even come near, like, my kid, I'm going to lay your ass out. Yeah, it's not... That's just something that's like, yeah, no, no thanks. By the way, this, Julian is a very political debate person, and I was only in UIL one year of my entire life. I don't consider myself a political person. I just consider myself a very... Educated. Opinionated person. I don't, I don't consider myself, you know, better than everybody else because whatever. Well, no. you're, you're also more educated than me. I don't know... Well, that's because I was forced to learn all this stuff. Okay, but, like, you know it. I don't, but that's, I don't feel like that's, you know. You're not better, but you just know more. I'm not, but, I'm not saying I know more either, because it's just, like, stuff that's going on, and has been going on, but people are just not taking notice to it. Yeah. Like, all this stuff has happened since Trayvon Martin, you know, Philando Castile. Or, yeah, this has been going on for a long time. You just have to know history and look it up. And it's just stuff that you really don't, like you said, it's stuff that people just don't want to see because they understand that it's like, fucked up. Yeah, one of my other friends, um, earlier today, uh, we drove past the courthouse and they're peacefully protesting on taking down that statue. Right. And there's not many. There's only like, not, not even 20. Yeah. Um... And uh, they were like, well, like, that's so dumb. Like, yeah, you can hate the, the man that the statue is made of, and you can hate what they did, but, like, you can't just take down history. You can't rewrite it. It's done. It's over with. You can't change it. Just right. be proud of where we're at now. Like, look, everyone in L.A., um, any any of the other states that are protesting, even mm-hmm. Hawaii is protesting, and uh, and they're doing that because they care, you know. Mm-hmm. Not everyone in the world cares, but like that amount of people care, like right. the fact that there's uh, thousands of people in states protesting, and like you should be like proud of that. Like you can't just take down a statue. And that's basically what she or they were saying. Yeah. And um. And I was like, yeah, I get it. Like I do. Right. Like you can't rewrite it. Right. Well, now look at this side, right? Okay. Yeah, it's good to, you know, have statues and remember our history, but you know, in in Germany, like you know, this is a very common argument towards that they took down every single thing. That was related to Hitler or to the Nazi army. 
and people still remember what Hitler did. Yeah. Now, think about it this way. Let's say a slave owner who fought for the Confederacy, right? They built him a statue, right? Years passed, and now everybody's like, wow, what a man fought for his state rights, whatever. Let's honor him for, like, history or whatever, right? Let's respect the history. But what if, like, you know, he was a slave owner, right? Slave descendants, they know about all the monstrosities that he did. That he, that, you know, you know, you never know if that slave owner beat the hell out of someone's great-great-grandma, raped their great-great-grandma, you know, just, you know, stuff like that. You don't want people to honor that. You know, it's okay to remember history. Yeah. But they built that statue to <clears throat> honor that person. It wasn't just to remember them in history. So I can see where, yeah, remember our history, but, you know, whether that statue's there or not, history will always be remembered. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, and it's not like history's not going to be twisted and turned. Yeah, unless, if you ask, unless something pops yeah, up. If you ask somebody, you know, uh, who's from the South, who's very, you know, proud of the Southern heritage, they're going to tell you about, well, yeah, this slave owner did this and that and fought in this and defeated these guys. And, you know, but if you ask, you know, someone who, uh, you know, was a slave descendant to him, well, he beat this person, he killed this many people, he raped all these people, he burned all these people, he did all of this to these people, you know. It's just different sides of history that you don't get the full picture. So it's easy to say, you know, we're going to remember history. Well, which part of the history? The part where he, you know, did all the bad things or the things that he did good? Mm-hmm. Having a statue up is, in a couple of years, you know, thousands, thousands, thousands of years, that statue's not going to be there anymore, whether we like it or not. Yeah. It's just something that's iffy. I don't necessarily agree with, you know, taking into your own hands and, you know, driving a car into a statue and all that shit. But if you really feel like there's something wrong with the statue, do it the right way. Go through, you know, submit a bill to your mayor, to your whatever, and do the process to fight it legally. Because uh, if you take down, that's where all the der- the derogatory of terms come in, where if you knock down the statue, well, now you're a thug. You disrespected me. All of this. It's just beliefs that you could prevent it if you went about it the legal way. Yeah. Did you hear, uh, what's his name? Matthew McConaughey is running for governor of Texas. Governor of Texas? Or is he running for a seat in Texas? Because I doubt, Matthew McConaughey is a pretty Republican guy. You have to look it up. Um, but see. he's he's running something for Texas. Um, and I was I saw it on Twitter, I saw it on Facebook, and everyone that I saw in the comment sections on board, I never I didn't see one person that wasn't Oh god, I guess he is running for governor. Governor, yeah, okay. I but yeah. And of course he's gonna win. Because <laughs> he's Matthew McConaughey. Um what does that entail? You know, to be honest, I don't know because Matthew McConaughey, I don't I don't necessarily know anything if he knows about politics. I know that, you know, Governor Abbott has really he hasn't really put a 
You know, we all say Governor Abbott's doing a great job, but that's because he's doing what everybody wants, not what everybody needs. You know, I don't necessarily think like how he reopened Texas so fast. As soon as that happened, thousands of COVID-19 cases sparked up. You know, and I, I understand the closings affected, you know, the economy or whatever. But, you know, if you ask these politicians if they're going outside, they're not going outside. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I feel like Matthew McConaughey would be a less... Um, because everybody already likes Matthew McConaughey. He doesn't have anything to prove. Mm-hmm. Right? So, he could just do what... If he goes about it the right way. Because, you know, he is a like a Republican type of guy. But he also understands the power of unity. The power of working together as Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm. Like he was he has a picture where he's, you know, pictured with Beto O'Rourke. And they talked for, you know, a long time, had conversations and he understood his platform. So he was willing to compromise. So I feel like that's if if you know, if Matthew McConaughey really runs for governor, he'll he'll be able to run it with efficiency. But I might be wrong. You know, he might not know anything about these politics and he yeah. might just be doing it to like how Kanye said, I'm running for president in 2020. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where just because a person is famous and all that stuff, if they say they're going to run for it, it might be good. It might not. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever listened to like interviews or podcasts with Matthew McConaughey, but like he seems right morally like of course, who wouldn't, who wouldn't put that off, on, a social media platform, or a media platform at least, like of course everyone's gonna want to look their best, but like he was, speaking very firmly and, uh, confident and, you know maybe that's just the actor side of him coming out and him, practicing that tons of times, to be confident, but like it seemed like it was very heart filled like he like he cares right about uh humanity in its own um there's this one show on Netflix about i don't know the white house got it exploded oh fallen empire or something like that it's called like so. Jill showed me the show and i and I watched oh, okay. it. If I it's just, a shut down. I don't know. If I can't remember. But the Olympus has fallen or something like that. <clears throat> no, now? it's this TV show. Oh, never mind. And uh, <clears throat> there's the White House gets bombed uh, from the inside, and they're trying to figure out how it happened. And um, this one guy. Okay, so the president and a bunch of the other people that were running, or that were and the vice presidents. Got blown up. Yeah, all of them? Yeah. So no one was able to take that. <laughs> there was no president for like two days. Damn. Or okay. Not even two days. Uh, probably like 12 hours. And they Damn. contacted this guy that was pretty close uh, uh, presidential-wise. Like he worked in the White House. He, he knew everything about presidency and stuff like that and there was this woman that was running too she was basically hillary clinton okay um and uh and uh well he he took the place of president like he couldn't say no okay 
Um, but there was this one thing that the Hillary Clinton woman said. She was like, um, whether we're Republican or Democrat, that doesn't matter right now. Right now, we're all human, and we're all trying to figure this out and survive. And that really stuck with me. Because, yeah. like, and I've told you this before, I'm I'm not Republican or Democrat or... I don't, I don't know much, but I also, I see things that, you know... Are wrong with I, both. Yeah, I, I see a lot of things that I like that Trump does. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. But I see a lot of things that I like that Obama did. Right. Um, and I see a lot of things that I like that, um, who's that old guy? Which one? Um. Bernie? Bernie. Right. I see... Very little things that I like that yeah. he he wants to do. Right. So I don't really have an opinion. But, like, when she said that, I was like, man. Like, in that situation where there's no president, there's no one in charge. Right. Like, um, that's, some, that's, a, that's a mindset that you need to have. Right. It doesn't matter what we are. We all need to be unified and try and survive. Right. That reminds me of... of um yeah, like you said, I like a lot of stuff that Trump does. I don't like a lot of stuff that he says or how he acts upon it. Yeah. You know? Like, I like how he's bringing a lot of jobs back. I like how he's lowering tax rates. I don't like his stance on immigration. I don't like his stance on how, you know, he said, for example, that if someone burns the flag, they should go to jail for a year. Like, I understand it's disrespectful, but that's part of the First Amendment. If yeah. you control it, you have to control all of it. And that's just not how that goes. Obama, he put in, you know, Obamacare or whatever, but he also bombed a lot of countries in the Middle East that just for no reason. And he, like, destroyed a lot of those places. And he put the he put the immigrants in cages. He was the first one to do that. Like, it's not... See, so... But, again, that what you said, that it's not important right now for Republican or Democrats. It's just important that we're a human race. Obama said that. In his, he did? In his speech... Well, he said it, but not like that. In his speech... When he was going into becoming president, right? Mm-hmm. His introduction speech, he was he connected it or no, this was this was before he was he was running for president and he connected it very well because Obama's biracial. So mm-hmm. he would talk about, you know, his father was from Kenya and did this and did that, his mother was white and did this and did that. And he said, We are not a gay America, we are not a Latino America, we are not a black america we are the united states of america and you know everybody bought into it that's where all the hope came from you know Mm -hmm. hope for change but like what kind of change you know but yeah i understand and that's very powerful when people you know say stuff like that but it could also just be words and try you know yeah she ended up trying to become president (laughs) yeah from under him so that yeah uh money talks a lot of money talks like narcos have you ever seen narcos I just got into this. Mm-mm. Pablo Escobar, bro. Oh, my goodness. This, you know, I knew a lot about narcos because, you know, my family comes from a descendant <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, Pablo Escobar had the entire Colombian country in check, dude. He was so rich, dude. He was importing tons of cocaine to the United States that he had so much money that he had to start burying it because he couldn't put it in banks. And he would, because of that... He was like, what can I do with this money? He started putting it back into his country and, like, building schools, soccer fields, 
help like being shelters for the homeless. He would give away money. He would he would pay his workers very well, you know. And you know the Colombian country didn't like that he had him in check and he could do whatever he wanted because he also brought a lot of violence into it. Yeah, money talks, right? Whatever I don't care. Everybody has a price. You can say whatever. His philosophy was plata or plomo. Either you take this bribe or you take this lead, right? So either you're dead or you, you know, which one that weighs more, your morals or your life? So Pablo Escobar had this country in check. He bought all the cops, all the politicians, and he even convinced the president, right? In order, after his cousin died, he turned himself in, right? And he said, but these are the conditions, right? I will build my own prison. I will be, um, I will only be surveillanced by my men and no cop can be around unless I'm two miles around it. And that's considered himself turning himself in. He built his jail and there was a jacuzzi. There was a soccer field. There was just, it was just another house for this man. Yeah. And the Colombian, you know, president took that as a win because he, you know, no matter how powerful a government is, money talks. So... It's just amazing how narcos lived. Like, my <laughs> uncle, he had a hotel. He came from nothing and had a hotel. You know, at the cost of what? Many lives, you know, importing drugs to the country. But you can't always blame the drug dealers. Because, you know, people like that shit. Yeah. It kills them, but they like it. So, and that's also a lot. You see a lot of on that show about how you know, if you watch Narcos Mexico or you just watch Narcos, which is in Colombia or whatever, you see a lot how they despise Americans. America's not very well liked around the world yeah. by a lot of people. And I, I didn't, you know, I knew that, but I didn't know to what extent. And people just don't like them. And I understand because, you know, America, you know, on this side of the hemisphere, well, around the world, they declared themselves a superpower and they were like, we're going to aid in every way we can and by aid it doesn't always mean health mm-hmm. so but it was it's an interesting perspective because it's, it's not it's being played as the perspective of the drug dealers but also of the DEA where they didn't have a lot of respect at first that there was more women cops in NYPD than in the actual DEA itself mm-hmm. it was treated as a joke and then Ronald Reagan came in and he was like, we're going to start this war on drugs. And then Nancy Reagan was like, just say no. And then, you know, it actually became a thing. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Did you hear um, what Seth Antoine said about David Delbrick on Alex Ernst's live stream? No, what did he say? Okay, well. Um, I saw something about that that he said. He said something, but I didn't know what he said. Well, whenever we were in Alabama and all the riots were going hard yeah. for that week. And David Dobrik um, was out there, too. Uh, yeah. Um, Alex Ernst was like, Seth, you don't have a big audience. I do. Go in my live stream and speak your piece about everything that's happening right now. And he did, you know, he said very good things. Uh, and he was like a... If you're the majority, you need to be mindful of the minority. And I was like, wow, that's, you're right. But I didn't finish the live stream because I had to go do something. Uh, Well, a week later, 
someone like screen recorded the whole thing and posted it on YouTube and I watched it and he was saying like uh and that's why I just left the vlog squad because uh David was just like manipulative, you know? He was like, yeah, he'll do nice things for you, but in return for that, you'll have to get shot with a paintball gun or kiss Jason Nash or and he was like, and I never consented to kiss Jason Nash. And blah, blah, blah. and I was and in my head I was like, well the first time you didn't yeah. the second time you did. Right. David David said and he was saying I never consented to either of them and David said if I can get you again do I have your consent to do that and he said yes. And but so he I was think... he was making a big deal about yeah. that and then he was like boo fucking who? He paid my my uh my parking tickets. That's $700. He's over here buying cars for 50 people. Yeah. And that's like 70. I don't care about the money. I don't care about him. He's building his own thing. He's doing what he can and he's making it work. But like he is very manipulative and it's blindly. You see it but you don't notice it. And I and I really cuz like I watch the like the vlogs every day. Like I rewatch them. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like do I, do I got to stop? Right. Do I got to throw away all my David Dobrik merch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I was saying like, and then I was thinking in my head like, you want better for yourself. I mean, everyone wants that. That's why I stopped hanging out with a bunch of people uh, because I wanted better for myself and they were not better. And they weren't helping either. Um, and so like, I don't know. He was just, like, throwing a big fit. <laughs> right. Uh, I saw a lot of that stuff, too. I saw that, how, like, when Trisha and Jason, like, ended it, mm-hmm. she went on her own. And she's got, you know, she's got a following. Oh, yeah. You know, she's very popular. And she went on, and she was talking about how David is as the same manipulative. He, like, in order for Jason to, you know, continue in the vlogs or whatever... He had to do whatever David said. And that that's why Trisha and Jason would argue because, you know, he would say, like, well, to what point are you going to follow this man? And I do agree that there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the cameras that we don't know. But, again, money talks. Yeah. Money talks. I mean, I mean, if I was in Jason's shoes, being poor, divorced... Never really able to see my kids, homeless, being able to living on the streets, yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom, you find this 19-year-old, he's helping you get that money, yeah. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm, I have money, I have a Tesla, I have a house that I bought myself, uh, or he's renting, but like, it's basically buying if you're paying $7,000 a month, I don't, I pay 500 a month for my rent. And so, like, yeah, like you said, money does talk. It does. But, like, from the pod, because I listen to their podcast, and he seems to enjoy it. He's having fun. He's never, like, really had an experience like that. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, he got into it late in life, too. 
no, no. It's just... I don't know. It's just, I guess, the way you... See it. Holy shit. Money does talk. That's why we watch his videos. He's always giving away cars and... Giving to charity and buying iPads and Xboxes and PS4s and... Holy shit! He spends all that money, but... In return, you know how much he gets? He doesn't put a dent in his fucking pocket. No, but, like, he doesn't make anything on YouTube. He doesn't monetize his videos. And... But, again, he spends all that money and it doesn't put a dent in his fucking pocket. And could you imagine being so young and having all that money? You feel like the fucking world is yours. Like... Yeah. But, I mean... Like, uh, like, wouldn't you want that, though? Like, yeah. eventually? And honestly, I can't say that if I got all of that money that I wouldn't start treating people differently. And, you know, it sucks to say that, but you would really have to, like, be a really strong will follower of Jesus that, by God, <laughs> money will not change yeah. you. Because as soon as, you know, as soon as you get that million-dollar check, it's like, I saw this I saw this YouTube video about this football player who, you know, they asked him, What did you do with your first million? He bought himself a car, he bought himself a house, he bought his daughter a car, he bought his sister a house, he bought himself a bunch of jewelry, he bought himself his parents a house, uh, he paid for his sister's loans, he bought himself a life size Batman, he bought himself Thanos' gauntlet, you know, just a bunch of shit that you're like Okay, like, a million dollars, when does it end? Like, you could buy a whole bunch of stuff with a million dollars. Yeah. People don't really understand. And so, like, you think, okay, well, this football player just made, you know, 20 million. Oh, but this one's making 44 million. That, you know, cheapo, 20 million? You'll never see 20 million in your life. Yeah. And this guy just made it off of throwing a football. Yeah. Sitting on the bench. And he just made 20 million. It's insane how the world works. My, Stupid insane. My mom, uh, she was getting mad one time because I was saying, like, they deserve to make it. They're putting in that hard yeah. work, and they're they're going to two days for four to five you really hours have each. have to focus on yourself yeah. and on one specific thing to really make it. And it's crazy. I, I would like to think that if I had as much money that David Dobrik has... That I wouldn't change. Because, like, I don't want to move to L.A. Why would I want to do that? Be in traffic all day? Fuck that. I can buy four houses over here. And all my friends can live in it. Like, four by four. Or a a two by two. Yeah. And Just a whole block. Yeah. I could buy a whole block. Yeah. And I could uh, uh, pay electricity and water and trash. And I wouldn't have to worry. Yeah. And that's what I would do. Like, if I'm making that much money. And, like, just to think, like, if David Dobrik did monetize his videos, he would be ten times more richer. Right. I don't know. I I aspire (laughs) to have that much money. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Are there any topics you want to talk about? I feel like I've just been spitting out random topics. I feel like we've been on the same topic for a while. It's just we're just talking about, like, how money works and how, you know, and, like, you know, you really, like, you get your first job and you're thinking, you know, when I got my first job, I was making, you know, 
$8. By the time I stopped, or by the, towards the end of it, I was making eight seventy five, And I thought, damn, I made a name for myself at this damn Wendy's. And I'm making it big. And then, you know, I realized that that's not anything. Mm. Nothing. I make a, I make a decent amount now. Like, there's adults that have been there for 15 years and they have their own houses and like there's this guy he does overtime every day and he only has one day off and my job didn't notice and he's he made he made uh 90 Damn. over for uh like 90 a year for two years and they didn't notice and they had to buckle down they were like you cannot be doing overtime like that and before they could realize, he bought himself a house. He got new cars. Uh, he has a wife. I don't know if the money had to do with that. He's from <laughs> he's from freaking Jamaica. Like, he's an immigrant. Like, he has all this stuff. And I just think that's crazy that you did that at that job that I'm working at. And, like, I think it's cool because I made a jump from uh, fucking $30 a paycheck to a thousand four hundred and like i was making 30 bi-weekly and now i'm making a thousand four hundred bi-weekly and then that put together in a month there's probably i rounded up two pay periods in a month that's two thousand eight hundred dollars a month and that and that's a lot of money for me yeah and especially since my rent is 500 my car insurance is 100 that barely makes a dent in my pocket. Yeah. But, you know, you think, like, oh, I wasn't making shit, and, you know, I'm making better now. You can't really look down on where you came from. Oh, yeah, I'm not Because you down. always, you know, you got you to gotta be proud of yourself, and you got to keep pushing yourself to be better. You know, if you were better, or if you're better than you were, you know, five years ago, try to be better in, you know, five more years in the future. You know, shoot for a new job. Shoot for more hours. Hard work will pay off you just in 10 years five years three years if you don't see yourself in a better position then or yeah then than you are now you're not living life right you have to keep moving forward you can't just stay at the same and stuck there yeah because that's not how life works you're going to be living the same life and it's just you just wasted your life i saw this girl she posted a picture of her face that's all girls do but the caption said, make your past self jealous of your future self. And I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee my, I, I, me a year ago is fucking jealous. Because me a year ago, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. My friends were picking me up and dropping me off places. And now I have a job. I moved out. I have my own car. That I pay for. Right. Um, and I can... I, you know, I can get a, a gym membership. I can go buy my own groceries that help me with that gym membership. I can go to boxing classes if I want to. Because I, I only work three days out of the week. That's four days of doing so much. Yeah. Because, like, like, normally people work five days and have two days off. And they don't get to do much. I have a day off. A day and a half. Not even a half. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, like, I have so much time to myself. And what I do with it, I sit on my bed. And I 
watch Netflix. See, and it's and, not it's not always about money too. You have to think of how happy and your happiness and your you know your like you said you go out to the gym or whatever. How you like see yourself? Like if you ask me like half a year ago, from now I lost a shit ton of people in my life. Like it just yeah. felt like it was never ending. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, then who's next? Like I lost like a total of like six people. And it was, like, so heartbreaking, and I was in such a bad position that I was rude to everybody. I blacked everybody out. I wanted to be by myself. I wanted to do a bunch of bad things just to try to get away from my, like, conscious, like, just have a moment of peace with myself. And I thought, like, my mom got to the point where she was like, you know, do I need to take you to AA? <laughs> like she And she came to me crying, and she was like, you can't throw your life away like that. Like, I remember you, you know, talking about that. You know, you're, you're, you're a smart guy. You did all the stuff you did offer you know just to want to throw it away because of some bad stuff that's like how like i tweeted today life sucks then you die you know <laughs> you get you know it just sucks it just sucks but you you know i had a, i had a friend who you know really put things into perspective and she really told me you just have to try to be happy it gets better it might not seem like it now but it gets better mm-hmm. and you just you just got to keep moving forward keep optimistic and I remember she came up to me one day and she was like, well, this happened to me. And I was like, you know, you weren't like that. Like, you were the one who told me to be happy and, like, try to push for it. And I told her, you know, I got this off of a movie. I don't remember which one, but I was <laughs> like, if, what did I say? If things aren't good at the end, then that just means it's not the end yet. And, you know, at this, she was, like, surprised. She was like, that's, like, not like you. Like, whenever we started, like, <laughs> being friends, you were, like, nothing like that. And I was like, yeah, I know. But it's just stuff that you, like, catch on. And you just you just got to keep fighting, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, we talked about a bunch of stuff. And if there's one thing you can take from this podcast, our first podcast, don't be a fucking racist. Don't be a fucking racist. I will hate you. I will hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, whoever's listening to this, uh, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Um how should we sign off? I don't know. But, you know, I, I just want to take this moment to say, like, we really appreciate you guys. Keep listening. Uh, we're going to have more people in this. Uh, it's going to be lots of fun. We're going to get a lot of backgrounds from a lot of different people that, you know, some of y'all might not even know. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. And hopefully y'all stay here for, you know, the way that it goes. Yeah, I already lined up, like, a month and a half of people that we want to have on and um one of them hasn't responded i've been left undelivered i've been friends with this person since i was born and i <laughs> <laughs> her name starts with a k and ends with a rod um and i just think it's very rude <laughs> that you can send me tiktoks every five minutes and you can't message me back on snapchat um but other than that uh yeah like julian said Thanks for listening, and keep on listening, because we have a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, I'm Jordan. I'm Julian. And we'll see you later.